This episode is sponsored by magicmush.ca. If you're looking for an online dispensary for magic mushrooms, mushroom chocolate, and other high-quality psychedelic products, head over to magicmush.ca and use the promo code JAMES to get 25% off. Hello, beautiful soul. My name is James Zander. Before we begin this episode, I invite you to download my free mushroom trip checklist. This is a free PDF guide that dives into everything you need to know for your next psychedelic trip. What to do before your trip, during your trip, and after your psychedelic journey. Head over to mushroomchecklist.com to download it for free or use the link in the show notes. And now, enjoy this episode. Hello, beautiful soul. Today I want to share with you my top tips for how to have a great mushroom trip or any psychedelic trip. This could also apply for acid. Uh, Some of this advice could apply to ayahuasca, but primarily I'm going to be focusing on mushrooms. I feel like mushrooms are the safest and friendliest uh, plant medicines to start with. And I hope that this advice helps you to have the most positive experience possible. Um, I've done dozens of mushroom trips. I've lost count of how many. And I've learned a lot of things. I've learned what can go sideways. I've learned what can happen during a bad trip, why bad trips happen. And I've, I've learned certain rules and certain guidelines that I follow every trip. And it basically ensures that I never have any bad trips. Um, I might have challenging moments in the trip, but pretty much every single one of my mushroom trips has been a very positive experience for me. And I attribute it to some of these guidelines. I'm also going to give you advice that if you do feel like you're having a bad trip, how you can actually get out of that without having to wait for the trip to end. There are certain things you can do within the trip that will help you shift from a very negative state to a neutral state or a more positive state. So let's jump into my top best practices for doing mushroom trips. Number one is environment. This is possibly the most important thing. Environment is so crucial. You wanna choose an environment that is private, quiet, with no disturbances, um, no unexpected surprises, an environment that you feel really comfortable in. Do not trip in an environment where other people don't know that you're tripping. For example, if you're living with your parents, do not do a trip in your room and they don't know that you're doing a trip because that can lead to a very tricky situation. If you're having a bad trip and something happens and the people living with you don't know that you're tripping and they think you've gone crazy, it can lead to very negative consequences. So wherever you're tripping, if it's in a shared environment, like a house with roommates or uh, you're living with your parents or you're living with anyone else, you must inform them that you're gonna be doing this trip, you wanna be left alone, they must be aware that you're doing a trip. This is so, so crucial. In general, I recommend finding a completely private place. So if you live with someone, maybe go rent an Airbnb for a day, maybe go to go over to your friend's house and trip with them. You wanna be in a very safe and comfortable environment. Now, you can also do it in nature, and it can be really beautiful to do in nature, but you've gotta be in a semi-private location. So I would not recommend doing a trip on the beach where there's crowds of people. I would not recommend doing it in a crowded park. Even though the environment is beautiful and you might, you might really connect with nature, if there's too many people walking around you and too many energies, that's probably not going to be a great experience for you. 
unless it's a very low dose. And also when you're outside, you have less control over the elements, you have less control over privacy, you have less control over your safety. So in general, I recommend doing it in your own room, in your own apartment, in your own space, completely private or with a good friend. Which leads me to my second point, which is people. You must have good people around you or you trip alone. Uh, so these days I generally trip alone. I find that when I have my own solo journeys, I can go deeper into myself. I don't have to, you know, manage anyone's energy. It's just me and me. It's me and my higher self and the shrooms. And you can really go much, much deeper that way. However, if it's your first time, it could be really helpful to have a friend who is there for you either as a trip sitter, so they're sober, but they're just there for you in case you need them, or you trip with them. It can be fun to do trips with other people. I would not recommend a very strong dose. It's nice to have a bit of a lighter dose when you're with other people because it does get a little bit more social. And if you do a deeper dose, you're going to go within yourself. It's going to be a very introverted trip. And the social setting of having other people in your space might work against that. So if you're doing it with people, make sure they're trusted people. Make sure you feel good around them. Just energy-wise, make sure you're really comfortable with them. That they, they add energy and they add positivity to your life. Do not trip with your ex. You know, do not trip with um, someone who you have a very complicated relationship with. Because that complexity is going to come up in the trip. And you want to be very careful with that. You want to trip only with people that you feel really good about. Your best friend, your partner, maybe a guide or uh, like a shaman if you're in a ceremonial setting. That's fine too, as long as these are qualified people and there is a shaman or a leader of the group that is holding the space and holding the energy for everyone. My preference is doing trips solo. Uh, for a first timer, you might want to have a trip sitter. If you're tripping with people, they're good people, you feel good around them. Otherwise, it's better to trip alone. I'm often surprised by how many people I talk to who have never done solo trips. Uh, they've tripped with their partner, they've tripped with their friends, but they're a little bit nervous to do it alone. And I would say if you've done a couple trips already and you know what mushrooms are about, you've, you've played in that realm, you've played in that space, I really recommend trying a solo trip. Uh, don't go too crazy, don't take a huge heroic dose. Start small, but there is something truly magical about doing it alone and uh, connecting with your soul deeply. That solitude, um, it's like meditation. By being alone, you get to go deeper. Number three, communication. If you're tripping with people, keep in mind that during mushrooms, your powers of communication might be hindered. And what I mean by that is it's often more difficult to talk on mushrooms it's more difficult to express your thoughts. And so you want to communicate all the rules and guidelines with whoever you're tripping before you start the mushroom trip. So you got to discuss things like uh, if someone needs space to be alone, where do they go? If there is some sort of emergency, what's going to happen? You want to discuss all of these variables and details before you trip. When your mind is clear, uh, when you're sober, because once you start tripping, you just might not even be able to express in words what's going on because you're so caught up in the visuals and you're so caught up in what's happening. So communication is key. Now, if you're tripping alone, uh, that's not as much of an issue. 
what I would say about that is keep your phone on do not disturb if you're tripping solo. Don't look at text messages. Do not text people during the trip. Do not reply to emails during the trip. Don't FaceTime people during the trip. When you're tripping, you're tripping. It's you and the mushrooms and it's your own space. After the trip is done, that's when you can send all the texts you want and catch up with people and do video calls. But I really strongly recommend not doing video calls, not doing phone calls, and not texting anyone during the trip, unless you're going through an emergency and you really need help. But in general, you want to keep your phone face down, do not disturb, uh, airplane mode if you can, and don't even look at it, don't look at notifications. Because one notification, one text that sounds iffy might send your trip in a whole new direction. You know, think of texts and notifications as thought waves. So if you're tripping and someone sends you a negative text and you happen to read it in the middle of your trip, that's going to go into your energetic space and you're going to be affected by that. And if you're not experienced with how to navigate those thought waves, it might be a rough ride. So in general, I very much recommend not communicating with anyone during the hours of your trip. Now, if you're with your friends and you're tripping with your friends, that's different. You're probably going to be social. You're probably going to chat a bit. What I've noticed when I trip with friends is that the first half of the trip is usually more introverted. It's like everyone is quiet. Everyone is going within their own mind and they're having their own experience. And the last half of the trip is where things become a little more lively, a little more social. You're coming out of the peak of the trip. You're sort of gliding. Uh, you found your wings. And now you want to chat a little bit. So that could be one of the guidelines that you set with your friends. You could say, hey, for the first half of the trip, let's just all have a solo time. You know, we're all just going to be within our own world and processing our own life. And then the second half of the trip, we can be a little more chatty. Nothing is more annoying than if someone wants to chat with you and all you want to be is in your own space. So you got to talk about that beforehand, what you're going to do if that situation arises. And if you're tripping in a group, you want to have another space, like another room that you can go to if you want to be alone. Okay, number four, dosage. What is the amount of shrooms that you should take? Well, this really depends on the individual because based on your body weight and based on your uh, digestion and how you take to the plants, it's so different. I have a friend who takes one gram of shrooms and he's gone. That's all he needs. He curls up on the couch and he goes to visit mother, you know, that's how he calls her, and he's chatting with mother for five hours, and then he comes out of it. I have another friend who can take seven grams of shrooms, and that for him is the dose that he needs to go deep enough. In general, I would say if you're a beginner, you probably want to take one gram of dry shrooms. This will give you a proper trip. It's not going to be too light or too heavy. If you don't feel the one gram, you want to have a little bit of backup. So within the first hour is the best time to redose. And I would set a timer for one hour and check in with yourself after one hour. Am I feeling it? Am I not feeling it? Is it strong enough? So if after one hour you're not feeling anything, chances are you need a little more. And that's where you can add a second gram or a third gram, depending on how you feel. If it's your first time, of course, I very much caution you to not take too much, to go slowly. If you feel especially nervous, maybe take half a gram. You know, you want to be very cautious because your first trip is quite foundational. You don't want to take unnecessary risks and you don't want to have a bad experience your first time 
and that'll turn you off from any psychedelics. So be reasonable, be cautious, always remind yourself that you have a lifetime of trips. So this is not going to be your only trip. There's so many more trips that you can do in your life. You don't need to cram it all into your first one. Over time, you'll figure out what the right dose is for you. And you'll also figure out how deep you want to go. So for me personally, I love to go deep. I love to go to the edge of what I can handle. So I'm going to take a higher dose than most of my friends. It really depends on your intention, what you want to do the shrooms for, and how intense of an experience you want. Number five, intention. Intention is crucial. You want to have some clear intentions for the trip. Why are you doing this? And if you don't have an answer, don't do it, right? So if you're not feeling called to do these plant medicines, do not do them. The intention doesn't have to be super specific. You can have a very general intention. Some of my favorites are, show me what I most need to know. Teach me what I most need to know. Tell me what the next step in my life is. You know, these are general intentions, but they set the tone for your trip. And so before you eat the shrooms, before you start your trip, that's where you sit down for a few minutes and you close your eyes and it's almost like a meditation. You speak to the universe, either out loud or inside your mind, and you tell it what you want to get out of this trip. Do you want to learn something about yourself? Do you need ideas around something? Do you want help around a relationship? Do you want to resolve a certain trauma? Do you want to just have fun? Do you want to have a gentle trip? Do you want to have an intense trip? You can actually ask the shrooms very specifically what you would like. I've noticed that the shrooms are very receptive to intention. So they will give you what you most need, but very likely they'll also answer some of your questions. So if you have burning questions about your life, bring them to the trip. Set that intention before you start the trip ask the shrooms, hey, this is what I want to work on during this trip. And then you can let it go and sort of keep the intention in the background. When you're tripping, if you're having a difficult moment, that's the time to go back to your intention and clarify it and say, hey, can we work on this? I really want to work on this aspect of my life. I really want to learn about this. Show me what I most need to know about this. You can also set new intentions in the middle of your trip. So for example, if you're having a really difficult moment in your mushroom trip, you can ask the mushrooms to be gentler. You can say, hey, go easy on me. Can we please go a little more gentle? The mushrooms do tend to respond to those intentions, and you may find that the trip becomes more gentle if you ask. Number six, music. Music is so important to my trips, and it is the foundation keeps the trip at a certain level of frequency. What I like to do is have a six to eight hour mix from some of my favorite DJs. Nothing too vocal, mostly instrumental, uh, peaceful, nothing super fast paced. You know, you want it to have a nice cadence and you want variety. What music does is it keeps you grounded. And when you have a variety of songs, it keeps the trip flowing and you're never stuck in a loop because every three to four minutes, you're getting a new track, you're getting a new song, and it keeps the trip flowing. It adds a different flavor to those segments. With every new song, you'll find that the trip adjusts to the vibe of the song. Music is one of the most beautiful things on a trip. The way you hear music on mushrooms is extraordinary. One of the things about music that I find is that it's really important to have new music that you've never heard before. You don't want to just repeat a playlist of all of your favorite tracks. Although that can be good, I find there's something really special 
when you're hearing a track for the first time on Mushrooms. And if you go to jameszander.com slash playlist, uh, you'll actually get a list of my favorite music that I use for trips. And I constantly add to that list. Check it out. And I hope that it helps you and inspires you on your trips. Number seven is the green light. Now, what do I mean by that? Green light is before a trip starts, before I eat any mushroom, I like to sit down and tune in to my gut and tune in to my intuition and tune into the universe and ask myself, is this the right time to do a trip? Is this truly the best time to do a trip? Do I have permission from the universe to do this trip? The few minutes that you spend to check in with your heart and check in with your intuition could save you from a really difficult trip. Because if you tune in and you sense that this is not the right time, don't do the trip because your gut is trying to communicate something to you. Now, of course, it's okay to be nervous. It's okay to be a little bit scared, especially if it's your first time. Um, that's totally fine. I'm talking about a clear no, as in no, don't do it with this person. Or no, you're not in a good place to do this right now. Or you're not in a good mindset. If you hear any of those signals come up, listen to the signals and postpone your trip. Don't push it. Don't rush it. Don't say, well, I'm going to do it anyway because I planned it. Really tune into your gut and see what your intuition says. This is also a good time to double check your environment, double check the people around you, uh, make sure you have water, make sure that um, anyone around you knows you're tripping and there's no, you know, you're not causing a surprise to anyone if they find out that you're tripping. Make sure your phone is on, do not disturb. Make sure you don't have any visitors showing up. This is the perfect time right before a trip to just go through a mental checklist and account for everything that might go sideways and take steps to prevent that. Number eight, the bumpy ascent. What do I mean by that? I find that the first one to two hours of a trip can be a little bit bumpy. Depending on how much you're dealing with in life and how much negativity you've been through and how much stress you're going through, the first two hours, you're usually working through some heavy stuff. You might experience a bit of turbulence. Why does that happen? I think it happens because the first two hours, you're dealing with your own bullshit. You're dealing with everything that is coming up for you in life. So if you've just had an argument with someone, that's probably going to come up in the trip. If you're having stress at work, that's going to come up in the trip. If you're experiencing any sort of negativity or blocks or resistance, the first two to three hours is where that work is going to happen. Now, this is a good thing. The mushrooms are helping you work through the emotion and work through the blocks to unravel them and help you out in life. Uh, but it can be uncomfortable and it can be a little bit difficult and it can be a little bit bumpy. So if it's your first time doing shrooms, be aware that the first hour to two hours might be a little bit rough and to not freak out. So if you're you're feeling confused or a lot of emotion is coming up and you feel a lot of turbulence, just accept it, breathe in, breathe out, stay calm because it will pass. I find that once you get past that stage and you've gone through the turbulence, you find your wings and that's where you're gliding. That's where you're soaring. That's where you feel like the insights and the downloads and the uh, love and the joy, all the really positive emotions coursing through your body. But you got to work through the challenges to get to that point. So bumpy ascent, then you find your wings, and then you're soaring. If you keep that in mind, you're going to be fine. What do you do in those difficult moments when it is bumpy? 
I think the number one thing is to not resist it. So whatever's coming up, whether it's something in your mind or something in your environment has changed, or maybe you're just feeling unwell, try to accept it. Remind yourself that this trip is only six to eight hours. You're gonna be fine. It's not forever. None of these feelings are gonna be, you know, permanent. So remind yourself that you're gonna be okay and that you're tripping and that this is a temporary experience and breathe in, breathe through it. You know, I find that breathing is really important if you can just take deeper breaths and calm yourself and also get curious. Get curious about the resistance that's coming up. So if you feel a lot of uh, negative emotion or turbulence, uh, maybe you're feeling uncomfortable, instead of resisting it, get curious. Why am I feeling negative about this? Have a dialogue with the mushrooms. Ask them to help you. Ask them to work with you on the blocks that are coming up. There have been times where I've had really difficult moments on trips and I didn't know for sure how I would get out of them. Like the emotion was so intense and the resistance in the blocks was so strong that I didn't know how I would move through it. But inevitably, you will be guided through it. And every time I've been guided through it, every time you break through those blocks, uh, I have never finished a mushroom trip without having learned something or without having had a breakthrough of some sort. So there's not been a single time where that negative emotion that I feel in the beginning or a challenging moment, that it just lasts for six hours and then I have not resolved it. For me personally, I have always gotten the wisdom and the insights uh, about what I need to do about it. If you resist the mushrooms and you resist what they're showing you, and you resist what they're trying to tell you, you're going to have a rough time. So above all, accept what's coming up, learn from it, get curious about it. Um, don't struggle with it, you know? Don't struggle with the mushrooms and don't struggle with the thoughts that come up. Work with them, dance with them, and remind yourself that you're going to be okay. And you will see if you stick with the mushrooms and you work with them, you will experience a transformation. I don't know what it's going to look like for you personally, but you will experience some growth and some insights that will help you in life and they will illuminate the path forward. I hope that's been helpful. I hope you learned something today. If you have any questions or feedback, please write to me. You can find my contact form at jameszander.com. I'd love to hear from you and tell me how your first mushroom trip went and what did you learn from the mushrooms. Much love and I'll see you next time. This episode is sponsored by magicmush.ca. If you're looking for an online dispensary for magic mushrooms, mushroom chocolate, and other high-quality psychedelic products, head over to magicmush.ca and use the promo code JAMES to get 25% off. Thank you for listening and have a beautiful trip. Hello, beautiful soul. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you learned something today and I hope this episode helped you in your psychedelic and spiritual journey. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy my other podcast, The James Xander Trip, where every week I bring a fascinating guest onto the podcast to dive into psychedelics, mindset, and spirituality. Search for The James Xander Trip on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, or visit jameszandertrip.com. I recommend listening to the first episode, where I dive into ayahuasca with my friend Jacob and his wild experiences on psychedelics. And if you want to stay connected with me, join my free newsletter at jameszandertrip.com. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.
If you enjoyed this episode, you might enjoy my brand new audio course, Unlock God Mode. Unlock God Mode is a four-week experience where every day you'll get a 15-minute audio lesson that gives you frameworks, tools, and perspectives to upgrade your relationship with life. In the same way that mushrooms give you insights that help you up-level in the video game of life, I designed this course to do the same thing for you. I've compiled every lesson that I learned through psychedelics, through meditation, through my spiritual work, through life. I've put my best tools in this course so that no matter who you are, if you choose to go on this adventure with me, you're going to learn some amazing frameworks. You're going to learn to see life with new eyes. You will improve your relationship with life. And by extension, your life will improve. If you're interested in more details, go to jameszander.com slash godmode or use the link in the show notes. Use the promo code SHROOMS for a special discount. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I deeply appreciate you. Feel free to reach out to me through my newsletter. Go to jameszander.com to sign up. I'd love to connect.